Shit, no mummies. No mummies. That's hilarious, dude. That's fucking hilarious. That's the there's no audio right now. That did not have it plugged in. This is gonna be testicles, an episode. Testicles, one, two. I testicles, one, two. Testicles, testicles. Fuck? It might be me. Is your speakers on? Let's see. Hold on. All right. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I and my mic is lighting up. So I it's it I'm I'm good on my end. I'm glad you're recording this. Tried to make fun of me. Internal, and you see. don't even have your speakers Internal on. Mic. Dude, it might be me. Let me restart my Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Bienvenidos Empacadores Sin Fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. Dude, I tried to sing, you know, for Friday Jam Sesh, whatever. I was like, oh, I'll sing a couple songs. I've got to meet up with a, a buddy of mine for his birthday after this. In a, in a couple hours, I'm going to go say happy birthday to him at a bar. So. Oh, off to the bar tonight, eh, Dad? Well, probably gonna be, in, in all honesty, it's probably going to be two drinks because I've got golf at 8.20 a.m. And I want to play the way I played up in fucking Puerto Peñasco. I'm killing that ball, dude. Striping it, bitch. Right into that 40-mile-an-hour wind. Fuck you, golf. I owned you that day. It was great. <laughs> and now the gods shall smite me tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Don't ever say that around the golf gods. You go out there and you shoot an 81 and you go, holy crap. I'm, I'm really on the ball. I really got it now. I think I got it down pat. And you get out there and somebody says, good luck. And you say something stupid like, I don't lo- I don't need luck. And then you shoot a 98. Exactly. <laughs> Break 100 at that point. <laughs> yeah. 101. The it's the Damn. year. I got one time, I, I used to go golfing a lot with uh, one of my wife's uncle, Eric. And when I was working uh, for a uh, security company for a little while, I had like three weeks off a month. Right. Like you would do like eight, 10 hour uh, uh, or eight, 10 day stretches at a time. And then you get the rest of the month off, basically. Right. Yeah. And so we would play one or two rounds a day at uh, this Gimli golf course on the lakes. Oh, no, no. Hell no. Right. No, no, no. There was always beer and hoots involved. Right. Like, okay, okay, but. But I mean, I was working on my game. I was like, I've got time to work on my game. I like golf and my game went from uh you know at the beginning of the year i was shooting like a 108 104 you know 99 every now and then legit scoring like taking penalties all that good stuff the whole thing man no mulligans no nothing i want to i want to work on my game and the only way to do that is by counting right Mm -hmm. and so i was getting it down to like the mid 80s wow right and i was like here we go and i was also like uh, uh, we would play golf there and then I'd be in the city for a couple of days and there was a little 
uh, par three, nine hole golf course that the mm-hmm. city. Owns. Those are always oh, fun. Drive. Oh, and, and you know what? I would go there on like a Tuesday at 10 o'clock in the morning and I, uh, you know, nine 30 in the morning, I'd go by myself and I'd walk it and I'd pay the first one. The second one, the girl would let me on for half price. And then she'd let me on the other two times for free. So I'd play it four times in a day. Right. And I pay one and a half times, buy a couple of beers and a hot dog from the vending machine, from the mm-hmm. canteen. Right. And and and, and, and I'm, so I was getting my game going and I really wanted to beat her uncle, Thor, mm-hmm. who is a golfer. Right. And he can golf like he's and, a legit. Uh, yeah, he's legit. He, he can. Well, I mean, he's one of those, uh, you know, corporate sales guys. So he probably golfs four days a week. You know what I mean? Yep. 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 So uh, uh I'm like, man, I'm going to put the fucking screws to him. Like I've, I've got this course down pat. This is now my home course. We, I go out there and I fucking flub every fucking shot other than the opening drive tee where I smashed it down the line, right where I wanted it. I crushed it probably about three fifteen, right? Like just leaned into it. <coughs> and uh, he said to me, he goes, Oh, somebody has been practicing. I said, today's going to be a different day. I think, and I and just, the yips. just fucking sucked. Oh, it was terrible. It was so terrible. It was I so want to get that out of the way because there's a tournament um, like my, I know a lot of people at the country club here, like really good friends of mine and stuff. And um, I'll be playing on the country club tomorrow. And the cool thing about that course is they've got like a member guest that they do once a year. And it's like a party, dude. Like I'm talking about, they open up the spots at eight o'clock and by eight Oh five, they're all filled in like for all the teams, great sponsors, all the alcohol, food, dinner, dance, music, all of it. It's like a full weekend of just, it's awesome. Right. Nice. Nice. And uh, we're going to play it again this year. I didn't play it last year. Um, I don't remember why I didn't play it last year, but so we've played two years and then I didn't play and he had another partner and they sucked. And I was like, I hope you fucking lose because that way you have to play with me again next year. Right. So they lost. Yeah. So I'm back in the saddle there and my cousin and I are going to be playing uh, this tournament. It is so much fun, dude. And we always in contention and you bet throughout the day, you know, on teams, it's like, literally it's like Calcutta, all of it, dude, teams are bought to see who's going to win. And if you win it, then you get a percentage of whatever the team you bought. It's <laughs> fucking cool. Like it's like a kind of a tournament. Right. And uh, the first two days, we were always doing contention, just killing it, like top three, top five, top eight, striking distance, you know, the last, and we drink and party the first two days. And then you're going to try to take it seriously that third day because you want to fucking win. And what happens is you shit the bed when you don't drink and play golf at the same time and try to take it too seriously. And this year I told him we're going to drink all three fucking days, bro. Like, okay. And like, we're not going to take the old man break on the third day because we can't take it. No, we're going to fucking take a double shot in the morning right before we tee off. Let's fucking go. So, yeah. Not this kid. I I went one time in a corporate game. I played uh, for an ex-boss and uh, went out with two other sales guys. And it was a Texas scramble, right? Oh, yeah. But you couldn't use you couldn't use the same guy's shot twice. Mm-hmm. in the you know per hole and everybody's shot had to be used over as like it was like uh, you have to use it all for somebody you have to use at least one one of every person's shot every three holes or right. something 
right? Like there's a handful and there's Marshall. Yeah, so you don't have like some scratch golfer that you just keep taking his shot every time. You can't do exactly. That. Like everybody's got to make a pod. Everybody's got to make a drive. Yeah. That's kind of the way it is. That's what it was. Is everybody's got to? You have to use everyone's putt, one of everyone's putt, one of everyone's drive, and one of everybody's chip shot in the first nine, right? right. So it was like no problem, right? We we can do this. So I thought to myself, I got there and I'm watching these other guys who are golfers and listening to my boss who was going on and on about how much he golfs. And I'm like, fuck, I've been on the road working for fucking you for the last two years. I haven't picked up a set of clubs in two years. Yeah. And you're dragging me out to this? Like, I'm hoping I'm just going to at least survive and not embarrass. Exactly. Right. Fuck, I dominated that day. (laughs) <laughs> I completely dominated every single shot because there was no pressure. I was like, yeah, if I don't make it, we'll use somebody else's. These guys are pretty good. I've just got to be able to make one shot. I know right. I can make at least one. Fuck, I dominated. Every time I chipped in one time from uh, about uh, 25 uh, yards off the uh, green, mm-hmm. I chipped it on, two bouncer in the hole. I made oh. a 50, made a 54-yard putt, uh, <laughs> hit us. Hit hit the cart path on uh, number eleven and probably probably drove three seventy five right like it was one of those the cart path is only so wide yeah. right and they're like oh it's like two ninety five or something to the cart path you'll never hit it yeah and I one bounced it on the cart path and took it like three seventy five it was ridiculous right fuck I dominated they were like holy shit. And for the rest of the year, everybody's like, that's all Larson does. He doesn't go to these sales meetings and do all this work and training and stuff. He just plays golf. He just plays golf all the time. And you can tell because I was like, fine. There was no pressure. Yeah. There was no pressure. If you were counting my strokes that day, I would have had four good shots and 90 bad ones. <laughs> yeah. I missed my pre-COVID pandemic days. I played every Wednesday in a league, every Wednesday. And then the first year of COVID, I continued playing it. And then last year, I just couldn't do it with like work and just the pandemic, dude, like everybody was getting it. And I'm like, I'm not taking any chances, you know, like I was still pretty careful with it. So um, I, it's, I'm glad to be back out golfing, man. It's such a release, dude, after just a week of just killing yourself. It's nice to play once a week, you know? Yeah. And, and I don't have any parental duties other than building Ikea furniture so I can fucking go play golf there you go there i've got go. a question for you buddy all right yeah man it's let's, pretty let's cool do so this. i found this i was obviously trying to find something for us to uh screw around with right and uh mm-hmm. i found mm-hmm. you know what i'm gonna get a beer real quick dude yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah interesting <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I don't know. This makes for an interesting podcast. All the silence. Oh, it's okay. You're going to fuck me. Well, I was going to grab a beer. Let me just pause it real quick. All right. <coughs> you handsome, you know, yeah, it's that. Sean, dude. It's been a while since I've been. It's been on, man. It, it happens four or five times a week, I think. And uh, I think it happens to m- most guys that use their own profile picker. You know, anybody that identifies as a guy. We you would get these, you know. Hello, dear. You're quite oh, handsome, Matthew. Handsome person. I want to talk yeah. to. You. Yeah. Where no. are you from? Where am I from? So you don't even look at my profile. Come on. I found the I found the um the, the secret sauce because I don't I don't get them, man. I do 
if you follow me, I go check to see what date you started your account. If it's June, not even looking at you, number one. Yeah. And then I'll follow you back. Instant DM is instant unfollow. And since I've done that, dude, I it's been pretty clean, man. Like it's after been- Jeremy, Carla, and Mel, and a few others, I just mute everyone that follows me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you. All right, I'm messing with you. Things. I don't do that. But you know five, what? Five things you know right. What? I always tell them. I always tell them this. I say, "What level are you? <laughs> what What level are you? I don't know what level I am. Well, see, I'm a level 19, flipping, stopping, and I can't be concording with anyone less than say 11, 12, Flipplestein. Did you just go, Peter, hockey? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I that's what I say. I say it just like that. Like, like I am fucking crazy. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the type of guy that that you know, you know what I mean? This guy's so crazy, I may eat all your garbage and attempt to get your cat pregnant. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna give you five dream scenarios for the Packers. This is on LombardiAvenue.com, fan sided, saw this, found it kind of interesting. So okay. we have five scenarios, dream scenarios for the 2022 Packers, right? Number okay. five, and they're, they rank them in this order. What I'm going to say is you're going to pick which one you would like out of the five. to If one could come true, which of the five is going to come true, right? Or that you want to. Okay. okay. David Bakhtiari is fully healthy for the Packers in 2022. He's only played 27 snaps since tearing his ACL in 2020 right so they fully anticipate him to be going in training camp so that's kind of the first step right like how much are we going to see in training camp from him right. we see Tanyan running around out there looking like a gazelle dude the doc was spot on he said oh the one who's going to come back for game should be ready by game one is Tanyan. i was like nice there it is the algorithm works doc the algorithm number all right number four Christian becomes an immediate difference maker. Mm. So immediate impact Christian Watson. Okay. He becomes Justin Jefferson. Okay. All right. Number three. I'm I'm holding out. <laughs> Let me hear till the end and then I'll decide which, right? Sure, I course. mean, I like both of those so far. All right. How about Aaron Rodgers wins a third straight MVP award? Well, you know how I feel about MVPs in the Super Bowl. So yeah. as much as it's nice to, it's such a weird stat. Like if you seriously, if you sit down and try and just logically break down this stat. So what you're telling me is, is if my quarterback or one of my players plays so well, he's the best player in the league. Therefore, we don't go to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's such a, how, how is that even possible? Right? Yeah. How is it even possible? It's a team game, man. Like, it yeah. literally, it's the definition of a team game, right? Yeah. So, Absolutely. Right. Number two is Packers have league's number one defense. Ooh. 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 That one makes you teeter totter. <laughs> you were starting to breathe. Oh, hold my hand. Hold my hand. <laughs> I'm pedaling backwards. 
I almost showed you my old face. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, you know where that's from, right? That reference I just made that I'm pedaling backwards. Uh, isn't that Simpsons? That's the Wiggins kid. Ralphie. Ralphie. Yeah. Yeah. My cat's breath smells like cat food. <laughs> <laughs> Number one is the Packers finally get past the NFC championship game. Dream yeah, scenario. I'll take, I'll take that one. Me too. That's probably why I had it number one on their list. I thought there was going to yeah. be drama to it, but for sure, make it to I the I like Super the other ones, but that that's the one. Go to the Super Bowl. Go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Just one more time. One more time, I had a Bears fan who was doing I, a quote for this guy, and this Bears fan was walking by, and he goes, the backers suck. I said, the Bears still suck, you son of a <laughs> and I chased him down on the line and he said, Oh, 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback, you've got two Super Bowls. I said, 55 years of having a team in the NFL and you've got one Super Bowl. What the hell? <laughs> he goes, Oh, the team wouldn't be around if it wasn't for George Hollis. And I'm like, Come on. Jay Cutler threw more wow. touchdowns for the, the Packers. Created the Packers. That was how yeah. deep he was. Oh my God. Come on. He had to reach back to 1943 to find an insult i said i said bears fans it's gonna be our year since 1986 and then he said something about the he said how many playoff games have you guys won i said how many have you seen i said it, it's just your, your whole rah-rah is is it's better to be mediocre right, right. yeah yeah all yeah. right it's better to be picking up the trash Dude, there was a there was a kid there was a Bears fan that just kind of lightly went at me with like a comment when I put something about the Lions being second and them being last, kind of that. Yeah. Like, said something, and somebody said something. He's like, "Oh, the Bears. I I like the Vikings being last, but the Bears are going to be second. We're going to win ten games, kind of thing." And I was just like, mm, "Okay." So kind of went back and forth a little bit, and I and I literally like it dawned on me. I was like, "This is a little kid. Like I'm not going to." Yeah. You know, like I realized that whatever he lied on the little counter thing, the like when you put your age in, I'm pretty sure he lied. <laughs> so he'll probably have his account suspended pretty soon. All right, Super Bowl stats. How many touchdowns did Aaron Rodgers throw in the Super Bowl? Four. It was three. He went 24 for 39, oh, four yards and three. Three, two to Jennings, one to Jordy. Where are you? Oh, Packers. There you go. Hello, Packers. He didn't throw one to James Jones in that game? Let me tell you. In so the back of the end zone. Because he hit one to Jordy. Yeah. And two to Jennings. But he did not throw one to James Jones in the back of the end zone. No, it was, he was five for 50 with the 21 yarders his longest. He had six targets. So he was involved. He was number three. Jordy had nine receptions for 140 yards, 15.6. Jordy, Jordy tore it up at the beginning. Him and Jordy tore it up. 15 targets, dude. He demanded 15 targets. Only Devontae Adams target-wise was just that much of a monster. Wow. Greg Jennings, six, uh, four for 64, two touchdowns with a 31-yard bomb set on seven targets. James Jones had five for 50 on six targets, and then – spread out right uh desmond bishop had a reception wow desmond bishop was a linebacker yeah oh was this 
when Nick Collins, he took a an interception back for a touchdown, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It was Nick yeah. Collins that did that. Cause Tremont Williams also had an interception, but it was Collins. That's right. All yeah. Right. Diving into the end zone. Okay. Yeah. That's right, dude. Do you remember we had six hall of famers, six uh, uh, pro bowlers, sorry, that were on the injured reserve list that were out of that game. We made it there with a patchwork offensive line. Our defense had a whole bunch of rookies that weren't even tested yet. And they were coming through like, and then we lose Woodson for a whole second half. That's the only reason that the uh, Steelers got back in that game. For sure. Because dude. Woodson shut down that entire side. BJ Raj was unblockable. And of course, Clay Matthews was Clay Matthews. He was just a hungry bear. Yeah. And it was Jared Bush. I'm looking at this. It wasn't Tremont. It was Jared Bush who had the second interception. Fuck. See, this is what we need, dude. Pat Lee. Um, kick returns. He had two returns for 44 yards, average 22. He had a 28 yarder, you know, just that like on a kickoff, you're, I mean, fuck man. Like we need some firepower there, dude. We need to, to win the Super Bowl. There's going to have to be some, fucking we have action. Amari Rogers and he slimmed down. He looks like they are molding him the exact same way. We just have to have faith here. These Packers, these, uh, this, this team, this front office, this training staff, the doctors, the strength coaches, these guys are world-class, world-class. For sure. We just have to have faith. They got Amari Rogers down something like 15 pounds. Kid looks like a, he was chiseled out of granite. Yeah. Like there's, He's way faster than he was last year. And do you, oh, do you yeah. remember when last year, um, when we saw, it, it's kind of the whole Jair and the Stokes against Devontae and he was getting burned and getting destroyed. And, you know, how much Tay showed Jair that first year, right? Like there, everybody was talking about how Jair wasn't looking good in camp. We were like, no fucking shit. He's going against fucking Devontae Adams, right? And now. And then, and then Stokes. And then Stokes, remember? Yeah. And then Stokes. Stokes was just getting torched by Adams at the very beginning. And it was like, let him work iron sharpens iron. That's how it works. You got to let him. Exactly what Jair said coming out of mandatory mini camp where he was just really getting these wide receivers and getting in their face and talking to them. And so there's some coaching up going on by Jair there. And then you have Rashawn Gary, same thing, man. Like they paid them because they are leaders on this fucking team. They're on the defense, but they're leaders and they're going to make leaders out of the offensive. Somebody's going to come out of this rookie class. Christian Watson and Dobbs is going to be working against Stokes and uh, Jair, right? And Douglas out there in rotation. I mean, these guys are going to learn right quick how to get open and how to make those catches I didn't even right think quick. That. They have to go against this defense. Training camp is going to be huge. And then you get a little bit of, um, we'll get to see him in the preseason. That's what I always Christian like. Watson is going to be lined up on the other side of the line with the biggest grin in his face, because that SOB across the way from me is not Jair Alexander. And I'm about to torch your ass for 150 yards. Here Indeed. it comes, son. Right? Dude, you know what? Oh, yeah. That is the ultimate fuck you to the Vikings would be if Christian Watson came out and broke uh, Justin Jefferson's fucking record for yards as a rookie. Dude, you know he has the most receiving yards out of any wide receiver in the league right now. He's over Devontae Adams and over Cooper Cup. 
and Stefan Diggs. Pretty fucking crazy for that guy. Man, we really wanted him. They, they, it's, I mean, it's what happens, right? It's, it's chess. It's not checkers. The Vikings are standing there going, if we had a guy against us like Jeff, Justin Jefferson with Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw for 6,000 yards. Right? Yeah. These guys are going to catch 2,000 yards apiece. It's going to be ridiculous. They're going to dine on everyone, right? You imagine that, but you know what? We got, we got Stokes. And you know what that did was it solidified the back end. And now, now we can start sending some heat. Now we can put these DBs on an island to play a little bit more man and crank it up and start sending five and six from different packages and different angles. Can you imagine Gary, Smith, Wyatt, Clark, Slayton, Campbell, and Quay out there? That's who you're lining up. You're looking or you got Preston lined up out there. You're lined up against those guys, and all you're thinking is, is we better be blocking with seven. Did you see that picture? And I don't remember who took it out of training camp where they had the defensive line and then the linebackers in the back and just the mass of human beings that they have is yeah. like, holy fuck. Like, oh, seriously, yeah. it's a wall. It yeah. is a wall. Oh, no. And they're studs. They're studs. There isn't a dud in any of them, man. These guys are studs. You've got great big thick guys like uh, uh, Reed and Slayton that are just going to take up space and they're agile. I mean, for their size, they're agile. Don't forget about that Ford kid. What is he, like 6'6 six, six or something like that? He looks like he's uh, he's blindside. The you Mac know what I mean? Plus, he looks, he's got a 40 yeah. Mac. I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy's huge, right? The guy's a monster. And you're going to put guys like that out there, and you're going to tell them go out there and just lean on that offensive line like there's no tomorrow, right? We're not going to break them on the first play, but by the sixth or seventh play, we're going to be able to do whatever we want to them. Yeah. You know, man, I, I've got a bold prediction that I think I got talked into during the day. Like, listening it to in the morning and now listening to you and just because I'm in the mood. Uh, I think that this Packers defense will be statistically better than the 2000 Baltimore Ravens defense. Oh, oh we're playing 17 games. So Dude. over 16 yeah, or, average or, or just averages? Oh, no, just I'm averages. assuming it's going to be averages. They'll decide okay. it however it is. But Pack Daddy brought that up because, you know, Saragusa. Wow. And again, man, we lost Ferguson. We lost Saragusa, right? And going through that, these, I, I heard a lot of talk about the Ravens and that defense. And it just all day I heard that. And I was like, is this defense going to do that? And I'm going to say yes. Crazy. Everything points towards – them being the greatest defense and dude it, i don't think so because they averaged 10 point allowing 10 points a game they had four wow. shutouts four the shutouts 2000 the 2000 wow wow i i that's a bold prediction i am my my socks are blown off <laughs> <laughs> Ravens. My socks are blown off. I can't believe you said that. Yeah, drop the mic. Drop the mic and just get out now. Just drop the mic and walk away. Boom. Take that, bitches. Packers without borders. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> All right. Ready? So on the team, they had 
This is defense. Let's see how many of these names we recognize. Let me see here. Raven starters. These are not. Dennis Pitta was not on the defense. He was the tight end, right? So that's not the defensive roster. I need the defense. What are you Googling? Googling. Stop. Okay. Erase Pornhub and start again. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Found it. Defensive starters. Haloti Nada. Ma'ake Kemoatu, which is another Samoan, right? Like Samoan, Samoan, they started off right off the bat. I can tell you like, those names I know because of rugby, and they're big motherfuckers. Um, Pernell McPhee, Albert McClan McClellan, Jamil McLean, Daniel Ebert, Ellerby, uh, Terrell Suggs, Corey Graham, Kerry Williams, Bernard Pollard, and Ed Reed. So they had Ed Reed. Haloti Nada, Terrell Suggs, right? Like kind of the linchpins. Uh, our line's better. Our line's better, Matt. <laughs> I think our line's better. Okay, now wait. So do you think it's better than the 1996 Green Bay Packers, the second best team in Packers history, was the 1996 Super Bowl winning team towards the end of the season. The green and gold were unstoppable. After losing back-to-back -back games to a team of a record of 8-3, and three, the 96 Packers rolled off eight straight wins, including the Super Bowl victory during the seasons the Packers were ranked number one on offense, number one in defense, and number one in special teams. Or do you think it will be better than the 1962 Green Bay Packers. Among the greatest teams to ever play the game were the 1962 Green Bay Packers. The team finished with a season of 13-1 and under the legendary coach Vince Lombardi. The 1962 unit averaged 29.6 points per game, but only gave up 10.6 points per game. Blowing out your opponent by an average of 19 points per game is no laughing matter wow which one do you think buddy do you think they're going to be better than the 96 yes. or the 62 no i, I... 10.6 yeah let's do this over under 10.6 average points per game i mean it has to go under if they're going to be better under you're saying under that's a bold prediction holy moly you want to write this down? Are we writing this down? We should maybe get somebody to write one. these down. All right. That's a good one. Here. Call, call, <laughs> hey, call Patreon. Call Jeremy. Call Carla. Call. Just call yeah. Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Jeremy, are you writing these down? Keep track of our bets, dude. Are you keeping track? What are you doing? What are you doing? Bookie, dude. In between, in between impersonating Post Malone, what are you up to? <laughs> he's going to be our bookie, and he's going to keep track Jeremy's of our fucking bookie. bets, and he's going to make us pay up. Yeah. Look, Jeremy, right. you will put the drinking game on all these bets, and we'll drink with you, but you you run the bets, and you call them out at the end of the year at the Super Bowl, and at the Super Bowl when we're watching the Packers, uh, we'll pay up the bets. And if Bruce not, it's old. the last game of the Packers. Bruce will drink a shot right. of tequila out of a uh, high-heeled boot. 10.6 <laughs> points per game. 10.6. Right? You said over. under. 
I did. You say said under. I did say. <laughs> I meant under. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth, bitch. <laughs> All right, here we go. There it okay. is. All right, there give me is. another one. What's going on, everyone? This is Matt Freilich. You were listening to Packers Without Borders podcast. Go Pack Go. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders for some exclusive content behind the scenes. Check out our merchandise on Public Packers Without Borders. Peace. Go Pack Go. Hey, it's Jess Prowls from Hanko Carnival in Austin, Texas, and you're listening to Packers Without Borders. Mark it down. What was the other ridiculous bet you made? <laughs> no, no, here we go. So, four shutouts. Would you four say, shutouts. oh, wait, you said, hey, you Over said they were going to be better, better than the Baltimore Ravens' 2,000 defense Correct. averages. Averages. Correct. Per game. Write that yep. down. Let's, here, let's. If they do the 10.6, that would happen. Okay. If they do the, so if let's, they let's do the first one, the second one will happen. Let's see, Baltimore Ravens, 2000 defense. I'm record. glad you're saying this slowly for us. You're welcome. <laughs> Those of you listening at home, Bruce is on 45 RPM. If you're our age, you know what that means. <laughs> Damn, hold on. Wait, I might have bitten off more than I can chew here. <laughs> <coughs> Are you ready? 10.3 is the line actually. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take, I'm still going to take the under. Damn it. They only allowed, holy shit. Oh, sorry. Sorry for blowing out your speakers, but 970 total rushing yards for this. Season. Yeah. Yeah. Divide that. So divide that. What is that? Nine, 900. And 70 divided by 16 is 60 what? 60.6. 60.6 rushing yards per game. I am taking That's nothing. Under. I'm taking the under. Under? What? Have you seen the Packers before? I'm taking the under. I don't think you've ever watched their them play. That's ridiculous. The under on 60.6. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I could rush for 60.6 against our teammates. Come on. All right, here we go. In a game, you think so? I don't think so. All right, oh, because they so. only allowed, oh, they only allowed so. five rushing touchdowns. That's ridiculous. Isn't that ridiculous? It's not because I'm taking the under. Oh, no, you're just drunk with power now. You don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're just throwing out, ah, everybody's going to cure COVID. They're either going to do it or I'm going to lose. <laughs> Look, I'm a fan, man. They either do it or I drink. Look, I could say stupid shit too. Aaron Rodgers, which girlfriend will cure COVID? <laughs> right? In the Come playoffs, on. the Ravens allowed. And during the playoffs, she'll do it. <laughs> Listen to this, dude. Halftime Super Bowl. In the playoffs, the Ravens allowed a combined 23 points to the Broncos, Titans, Raiders, and the Giants. In all. <laughs> Four games, 21 points. Do I need three points in one, two, five, five, what's that? Five points a game. Five points a game they averaged. Okay. Holy crap. That's not even a touchdown. That's not even a touchdown. 
No, you're not. You're now you're just hallucinating. I am. Put down the Cuervo. Holy <laughs> smoke. What is it? Peyote night at the Edmonds house? What <laughs> the hell? <laughs> See, you're high on that UE or something. Five? Get the fuck out of here. No way. No All way. Right. All right. Here's one for you. Because Jamal Lewis carried for 1,364 yards during the season. So they ran the ball, right? Oh, yeah. Shannon oh, Sharp yeah. had 810 receiving yards and five yeah. touchdowns. Okay. So that's kind of what I feel we're going to do, dude. We're not going to have anybody with 1,000 yards. We're going to have a lot of dudes with six to 750 yards. But the touchdowns are going to come in little packs to somebody. And it's probably going to be Cobb. And then eventually it'll transition to, I think, I think Cobb's First few touchdowns, man. Tanya to Jones. Tanya to oh, Jones. Jones yeah. is he might lead the team in fucking receiving this year. I Who knows, right? Who knows? Oh. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Here's a bold prediction for you. Here's here's one that's right in line with that. Aaron Rodgers will win dances with the stars during the season. I mean, they're just drunk with power now. I know. It happens. That's why oh. I need to calm down. You need to you need to take a deep deep breath. Stop hallucinating. Stop eating that. Stop eating that peyote. But you never know. Dude, the smell of a desert after a thunderstorm is genuinely the greatest smell on earth. Yeah. What is your favorite smell? I know the, it's probably the lake, I'm sure. Right. But what are the smells? Because like anywhere you come here in the Southwest, it's say it smells like desert sage and it's just wet. It smells like wet sand. What you used to grab clumps of as a little kid and stick in your mouth constantly, like nice soft sand that you would jam in your mouth. That's what it smells like, dude. Just so sand, wet sand and sage. When you get out to Lake of the Woods, because of the amount of pine trees, it actually affects the air everywhere. I mean, that's all you can smell is this kind of light hint of pine and everything just seems cleaner and more natural. And the water is, you can see down 30 feet, no problem. Right? Like it's, it's, it's crystal clear. Now, do right? you get like little crossover wind or something where you are? Cause it's kind of like a cove where you are. Right. So do you get, yeah. some, you get the smaller waves probably in the morning, nothing major. Right. But so yeah. What's the occasionally a lot of wind there? No, it's not too bad. There's um, in the middle of the day, it's almost like you get a little bit of a breeze in the morning. And then as soon as you get to like 11 till three in the afternoon, it's just dead heat. Yeah. The devil. Yeah. The devil has officially just started farting on you at that point. Oh, it is just dead heat. And so like we have uh, little gazebos that we set up in the water and then we sit in the water and then. Same thing you know, here. It is the exact same here up at truth or consequences at the lake. For yeah. sure. What it is. Yeah. And then the, you know, the kids have some pops or whatever and mom and dad have a couple of beers and we just sit in the lake until, uh, you know, you get closer to about four or five o'clock and then the sun starts to, touch those trees just a little bit it won't go down until you know 10 30 but it starts to touch those trees and stay there for a while so it starts to cool off and the breeze starts to kick back up and then everybody starts swimming again and then at about 6 6 30 you know we uh we have dinner and then 
those that sun is uh, halfway down uh, over those trees. You have three hours more sun. Like I calculated it out in my brain because I had to figure out how much more sun you guys had. You guys get three hours more sun a day from what we do here. And we get a lot of sun, man. But even in the summer, by 8.30, it's kind of dusk where it's like kind of twilighty, but it's kind of in between. And then well, five here, minutes here. after, it's fucking pitch. Here. Dude, like... And it's almost 10 o'clock here. Yeah, see, and that's, and here it's already, uh, it's about the same, a little bit darker here. So maybe two and a half hours or so, but it's it's crazy, man. So you get a lot of light at the lake, which is nice because when you get there to set up and have it, you, you enjoy more of the day is what you do. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it gets so dark at night that like the stars, it's incredible because you're out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, there's not even, people aren't even using flashlights. There's no cars going by. There's no lights of the city anywhere for tens of miles, right? And you're out there and you've seen how flat it is. So you can see an awful lot of the lake. And out there, there's a lot more, you know, it's along the Canadian Shield. So you've got a lot of granite sticking out and, you know, islands and things like that. And a lot of hills and stuff. Sure, right? There, it's a roller coaster drive. As soon as you get, as soon as you get closer to Ontario, it stops being so flat. That's Manitoba is just flat, right? Like a pancake. But as soon as you get into Ontario, it becomes the roller coaster. And you're going down and up and down and up and left and right because they had to carve it out of these great big mountains of granite. Of course. Yeah, it's like going right? up to Cloudcroft, Rosaridoso, but they've got a highway most of the way. But once you get into the mountains, it's just like curve, 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 which is- Oh, okay. yeah. 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 And they're, they're, they're planning on twinning it. So all the way through Manitoba, it's twin. So, you know, like when you were on the highways, they're twin and they're right. fast, right? You can just motor, right? You can see yeah. for a hundred miles in a straight line. I mean, yeah. it's, it was probably a pretty boring drive home because I there's no turns. There's no shit. Like I didn't know I, the little car that I rented, um, it was a Kia, which I fucking hate Kia, to be honest with you. Hashtag, thank God they're not a sponsor because I had two of them and they're three of them and they're all fucking garbage. But so I had a Kia and I was like, fuck, fucking Kia for the highway. These things are made out of paper. Like that was the one thing that I was kind of worried about because they are. And yeah. we're driving and we're going and it's just like flat, flat, flat. It's almost like the drive from Milwaukee to Green Bay. It's literally that. But the grass there is green. And in, and in Green Bay, when I go, it's obviously tall and yellow because it's fucking winter, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think it's kind of the same. It's tundra. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm driving up and like at one point I was eating a fucking burger and fries with like, like, you know, just cause we're driving. Yeah. And as soon as I took my hands off of it, it just, it steered and it kept going straight. And then it says driver assist on. I was like, holy fuck, cool. So I like was eating my burger and about halfway through, it's like, you need to put your hands on the steering wheel now, sir, basically. <laughs> and I had to hold it. <laughs> but that's, it was a lot easier to drive. You know, when we were going back and forth, where it was just kind of because it's four, it was literally four turns, but it was like straight, yeah. straight, 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 turn, straight, 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 turn right, straight, straight, turn right. That was it. Yeah. You yeah. know? So, yeah. Yeah. Super easy. Super easy. Right. Super easy. I said, you're going to get on one highway and you're going to travel that until you're ready to fucking puke. Like, <laughs> it's just straight. There's no hills. It's like, look, windmills. We got a lot of those windmills, the the, the hydroelectric oh, yeah, windmills dude. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have tons because yeah. of the prairie. Yeah, that's that's a huge, huge thing out here is those windmills. I've got a Canadian lesson for you. Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, so if you want to enter the state of Canada 
as a foreign national or national of Canada, even though all their yeah. websites say otherwise. And anybody you talk to on the phone says otherwise. There is apparently now an app called ArriveCan, which you must fill out to upload your immigration documents, whether it's your US passport, a passport card, you cannot just cross with the regular ID. And you also need to have your vaccination records uploaded. So there is no internet anywhere near that border. So you have to drive back 45 minutes to a place that actually has internet to, to download the app onto your phone and fill it in. So make sure before you go from the United States into Canada, even being a Canadian citizen, by the way, you have, yeah. to, you have to feel the same thing. So there you go, Canadians. I taught you something about your own country. I get it. It's it's to speed up the whole process because before they would scan your passports, they would, you know, you'd have to stand there for 10, 15 minutes. This probably just speeds the whole freaking thing up because then they go, okay. we already have it on file. Why? Because we don't have a national database like where it's like on a scanned app. Like there are literally little paper cards that people were selling and stealing. So there's a yeah. lot of people that are not vaccinated that have the yeah. fake cards. And even though it has the numbers on it, there's no way to actually scan it. So a picture of it is at some point, they're going to find out if it was fake or not. And you crossed into a country illegally and it was fake. So they have a record of every American going in with your VAX records. Yeah. And every Canadian. That's what they're, yeah. And every Canadian. And every Canadian. But don't lie. Yeah. We're, we're keeping, I mean, you know what? We're, we're keeping track. Yep. We're keeping track, right? Because what's the COVID numbers doing? The COVID, they're even talking about a seventh wave up here. It's, it's going to come well, around again. And, yeah. you know, my, I need to start moving that part of it again. You know, like it's crazy, dude. It's been insane here in El Paso. Everybody around, everybody around me got it, including us. Like everybody got it. Yeah. It was done. Like well, I just, I just had it. Out, yeah. Anybody that was holding out that did everything they had to do, Honestly, I was just like, I'm not going to live my life, like, just fuck it, you know? And I was a lot, I was just like, I'm done, dude, like, I whatever. And it happened. My daughters got it at school. They brought it home. I can't let them, like, there was a big issue with um, one of my buddies, his daughter um, is, has paranoia, dude, like anxiety with taking off her mask. And she's 11 years old. She's Matilda's age, you know? So um i saw that and it just like in my brain i don't want my kids to have anxiety over mask and living in this world right so i took mine off that's kind of the way i started because yeah. like, my kids like that like that's fucked up and carmina was the last one to take like all this one's like fucking thank god you know back get that shit out of here and my little one kind of started she's like my friends are taking it off can i take it off i was like yeah just if you're really close so we were weaned her off of it but my other one I was like dude you can take off your mask you know we've had one case in the last month it's okay and she wouldn't take it off for like two weeks until i said okay give me the mask and i took and i was like go today take it easy and she was kind of stressed and it took about a week man for her to get over it now she's good and then she got COVID, and she was like see dad i fucking told you kind of thing and i was like but how did you feel? She's like, I was fine. I was like, you were vaccinated. Everything's good. You know, like she was good and she surpassed it. But mentally, dude, imagine how many people are going to struggle with that. Like just anxiety after the pandemic, because it's still going like yeah. it's not over. So, yeah, man, it was I don't know. My son was the last one. Yeah, he, he was the last holdout. And you know what? If uh, like I wasn't feeling well there the uh, the other day and uh uh, I finally was able to kind of get out of the house and do stuff. And uh, I put a mask on. I was like, listen, I, I know they say, oh, I'm not contagious anymore, but I'm just going to, you know, put this mask on. It's going to protect you. 
away, you know, just in case. And we still see people. We go to the, I was in the grocery store the other day. There was five or six people. A lot of them are senior citizens and stuff, you know, and yes. they're wearing their masks. And you know what? It doesn't bother me at all. You want to wear your mask? Don't want to wear your mask? I have no problem with that. I'm just grateful that all the rules at the grocery store have now changed. We all yeah. line up in single file over to one side, and then you get called to the because before it was just mayhem. Yeah. Oh, dude, that is, it's it's like driving, like yeah. shopping cart, like there's there's shopping cart etiquette too, right? With yeah. all man, yeah. Yeah, it's good here. The the doctors are all requiring masks in the clinics again, but everyone- And that only makes sense. We should only yeah. be doing that since like the birth of time. Anytime you go into a hospital or an old folks home, or when you go to the doctor or you go to the dentist, wherever they're performing something of that nature, yeah, we should be just wearing yeah. them. El Paso is really good with that. They've done a good job with that. And that's kind of self-regulated, but like uh, there's not one clinic that says mask optional, like seriously. So- it's just in in med medical settings, mask everywhere else. You do what you want, but you're probably going to get it. It's basically, I the, think what they're saying, you're just not going to bring it into the hospital, right? The pharmacy, the pharmacy in town says they recommend them. They can't make you, but they're like, listen, if you're coming in here just to the pharmacy, clearly you're picking up medication. Yep. Maybe you want to put a mask on and everyone else that comes in here could put on a mask on. So we don't you know inadvertently, what? you know. Penis, vagina, penis, vagina. Why? because I started talking about COVID. So. It's me. I'm the one who's fucking just like, just talking about immunizations and all that type of stuff. I think that's, it's me. It's me, Matt. It is me. This is just part of the world, man. This is just part of the world. I mean, we've all, uh, we went into a place today, they had all of the plastic uh, shields down and stuff. Like it's so, it looks so strange now, doesn't it? Like it's, it's kind of this weird kind of illusional world where we're starting to go back you know, I kind of want a handful of the things, though, like that lining up separately where somebody goes, okay, next, 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 because then you don't have somebody smashing their cart into your leg as you're trying to just pay and leave. I'm about to spend $150. Could I just say to her, hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks. Perfect. Yes, I will take that in a bag. You have yourself a great day. Thank you very much. That's all I want to say. And you know what? You're right, because <laughs> all the grocery stores and any retail places have spots still on yeah. the floor because yeah. we did check out at target the other day and some guy kind of what he's like no the line's over there like if they have an attendant obviously because they have yeah. four cash registers or whatever but the attendant made them stand in line and they still had all their spots so i was like okay this Perfect. is good i like yeah. a it, little it, bit of precaution a little and it and it'd be good for absolutely everything for just your regular cold your regular costs and stuff like it'd that courtesy yeah. on people let it's the, fantastic let the guy let the guy at the gas station pay for his gas and talk to the guy that he sees like i go to that gas station in town dang near every day of the bloody week we're yep. in there right yep. e almost every day of the week got a gas up this truck gas up this truck get this for the gas 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 gas, gas lottery tickets gas and so you kind of know them and now i'm not going to stand there and take up 15 minutes if there's a bunch of people in line i just yep hi hi just this thank you very much have a good day and i walk out as quick as i can yeah but if nobody's in line or anything, I like to talk to them for a second or two because they're very friendly. They're very helpful. And, you know, they're kind of nice people. Yeah, and, uh, they get to know you if you go to the same place over and over again. It's so nice to have somebody stand back five feet and just give you a minute. You know yeah. what I mean? While you do your transaction. Because before we were just on top of each other. And it was like, guys, come on. Like, you know, hurry, hurry, hurry. Like my other morning there, I'm going down the street and the guy, he's so close, he's I can't see his headlights. 
in my rearview mirror. I'm like, you were so close. Like, that's why I got out and said, are we attached? Am I towing you? He's like, what? Oh, oh, sorry. Right? Like, we don't have to be in this hurry. Right. We don't have to be. Any given moment could be our absolute last. I could get up from this table right now, die, and they'll go, yeah, well, heart attack. That's what happens. Works himself to death. You know, he's over yeah. 40. What are you going to do? That's how it is. And, and, and be an afterthought. Yeah. Right. Sure. It, it, it happened. So, you know what? Take your time. If you're going to be a couple minutes late, leave a couple minutes early. For sure. You know, There's you don't no have way. to be at work. If work starts at eight, you don't have to be there at 7.59. You should be there at 7.45. Right. Right. right? Normal. Yeah. I used to, I used to get it at 7.30 just so I could go over to the coffee get myself a coffee, sit down, turn on the computer, drink my coffee, kind of go over my emails and just slowly start my day without anybody bothering me. Because yeah. as soon as eight o'clock started, bang, 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 the bang was, the phone was ringing. This guy's got this. There's somebody waiting for you over here. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm going to try to make you laugh. Ready? Okay, go. All right. Which bear is the most condescending? A teddy bear. The panda. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. What kind of noise does Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend's vehicle make? A broom doesn't make a noise. Broom, broom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terrible. What's brown and sticky? Poop. A stick. <laughs> Oh, what's black and white and red all over? Black and white and red all over. Um, a skunk in the road. A don't newspaper. Need, don't say anything with nuns. Don't a say newspaper. Don't say <laughs> a newspaper. <laughs> you read it all over. It's red all over. <laughs> How do you get a country girl's attention? Oh, that's easy. Uh, put a 50 in your fly. No. <laughs> oh. oh, that's terrible. A tractor. <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible. Stop. Why are, why are <laughs> elevator jokes so classic and good? I don't know. They work on so many levels. Terrible. Not even remotely funny, that one. Oh, what do you call a pudgy psychic? My ex. <laughs> she didn't see that coming. <laughs> a fortune teller. Oh, terrible. 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 Are they what do you get when you cross a handicapped octopus and my ex? <laughs> what? A six-legged slut. <laughs> okay, let's tell funny jokes. <laughs> oh. I should have done the whale joke at your house. I know it's your whale. I know the whale joke. Why don't you... But. I didn't do it in front of your, I should have done it in front of your family. Yeah, that would have been perfect. 
then you would have for sure been at the top of the list for travel <laughs> this year. Would have oh, been I'm like, sure. we ain't going. No. We ain't going to that crazy guy, the one that spoke like a whale. <laughs> <coughs> Not that guy. <laughs> no, Dad. No. <laughs> no, Dad. And I'd be like, you got to be kidding me. It's my friend. And they're like, you go alone. <laughs> And then I would really consider it for a while. I'd be like, See, no, I wait do a have a filter, wait a bro. See, I do have a way. Like, I remember all of a sudden, I remember how to socialize, even though I'm like selectively social. You know, I still, I know how to act in social environments. I'm, I'm actually kind of a chameleon dude. Like, I can blend in anywhere. It was a good time. It yeah, was, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Dude. That, that uh, steakhouse, that was nice. That was pretty good. Food was fantastic. Yeah, and the servings fun. were like, oh, you want some French fries? Here's eight pounds of French fries. It's like, exactly. oh, shit. I had no idea. <laughs> you know? No oh. conversation at your house that night with the wives chatting. It was, dude, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's a love affair. Your wife's awesome, dude. Your wife is awesome. Like, Matilda, I think so. Every did you see? Day does one of the watercolors every day. She does one. And she did one for Father's Day. Like she painted it, like she colored it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wrote a poem on it. So nice. Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. Nice. That's she's yeah. the one who got her first room done. Like I got her room done first before the others. Did you did you see did you see the difference in, in what happened between uh my day and my my wife's? No. Okay. So uh my wife works at the elementary school and uh she says things like this. I spent the day working with a child who had a terrible upbringing, but they're now in a good home and they're starting to love school. And today I was like, I tried to convince our son that the water was out and he needed to take a shower in cola, but he wouldn't go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we are two different people. <laughs> he was like, no, dad, let me. Let me turn the faucet on and let me see. I was like, it's out. Don't touch it. If you touch it, you could break it. And he was like, nope, nope. I'm standing there with two cans of coke. Come on. <laughs> He's like, nope, nope. And then he flushed the toilet. The little bastard, he could figure it out. He flushed the toilet. He said, it's filling. The water's on. I was like, damn it. <laughs> oh, nice. They're getting too old to convince of, you know, the pranks that you used to be able to pull on them when yeah, they were no, kids. My, I've gone from cool dad to cringe, but it's, I know it's all good, dude. I mean, like, you know, the hose, like I'm definitely you know the, not changing, you know, the garden hose trick where you go, Oh, I think there's something stuck at the end of the garden hose. Maybe if you look in the end and then they get it near their face and you and unkink it, they get a splash of water. You can't do that shit anymore. My kids girl. are like, my kids are like, uh, don't I don't even want to touch the hose. Don't worry. Yeah, I've got, <laughs> so the first rule I ever gave my daughters, which is a big mistake, by the way, I learned it was not overall. It was not good advice. Don't don't yeah. take that advice. So basically what I told them, because I didn't want like spoiled kids that cried for everything and needed attention, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like I wanted them to be independent. And if you were hurt or something happened, fine. But if you like just kind of bumped yourself, don't don't cry kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And uh, I, in Spanish, it's, si no hay sangre, no hay lágrimas. And it's basically, if there's no blood, there's no tears. That was my yeah. rule. Yeah. And dude, 
I'm telling you, it came back to bite me in the ass a couple of times with them because they would hold in pain because there was no blood and you would see the size of the bruise or like whatever happened. And it was just like, fuck, like you should have. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> no. Do not do no blood, no tears. That is a terrible thing as a dad to do. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. I just like the different pranks. Oh, hey. Yeah. I, I think maybe, you know, I, I, I like the, uh, I still uh, uh, hide behind the door or, uh, you know, I'll occasionally when they're uh, up late at night and they're walking through the house, I'll walk from one room to the other room at the end of the hallway. Sure. And they'll be like, what was that? <laughs> yeah, I, I've been pretty good. Like, I just... I used to prank them when they were younger, you know, and now it's just a different relationship. Like I still mess with them, obviously. Right. And, but yeah. more of it right now, the, the cool thing when they're this age, dude, is you're able to expose more of what you like and the things that you do because they're old enough to understand them. Right. Like we've been kind of growing them along with like screen time and movies and stuff. So my oldest loves horror movies, dude, not like the gory ones, but like scary movies. Like she likes, all of them, like Chucky, Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Like that's what yeah. she likes, scary movies. Yeah. And my middle one is like Harry Potter, but I started introducing him, and this is a while ago, but like, you know, adventures and babysitting and stuff like that, right? Like that that age group, Goonies. But now yeah. they're getting to the Born Identity and, you know, stuff like that, the, the James Bond movies, things with a little bit more, I guess, sex and violence in it. But because violence we're kind of good with on movies, like they've been exposed to that with cartoons and everything, whatever. But yeah. the little stuff, we're like kind of careful, you know, okay, cover your eyes, like with the little ones, but the rest of it's fine. But we're kind of exposing them to it a little bit. So that's kind of cool, man. Watching a bunch my, of. My son always yells out when like people are kissing or something, he goes, inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what would be funny is just walking down the street at any time anybody kissed anywhere, just go inappropriate. That would not go yeah. in public. Oh, yeah. That's exactly that's exactly what he, he goes, inappropriate, inappropriate. Oh. And, you know, every now and then, every now and then he says things and, and it's from innocence, is from innocence, right? But he says things that out loud. And if you're a parent of a small child, you understand that every now and then they're going to say something when they're out in public that is going to be very, very embarrassing. And <laughs> you just pray that it's at least mild, right? Yeah. And one time my son had said something along the lines of, look how like fat that guy is. And he said it out loud as we were at McDonald's. And I was like, holy crap, where the hell did you learn this? get yeah. your ass over here. I said, I'm, I'm very sorry. And I, and, and I mean, the guy was, he was one of those large, you know what I mean? He was like a 500 pound guy. He was like one of those really, really big, big guys. Right. And you know, uh, no judgment, no judgment, but you know, he said, of course he says that. And so then one time we were out for dinner. This is why we don't go out to dinner too often. And the waitress, she was, uh, she was either Malaysian or, I can't remember exactly, maybe Taiwanese, right? She was she was from that part of the world, right? I, I can't remember exactly. We'd only spoken to her once before for just a couple of minutes. And uh, and my son says, uh, does she know how to speak China? Like right in front of her, oh. right? And I'm like, oh, uh. so there I am going, hey, okay. So 
listen, you can't say stuff like that, right. you know, because this is, this is, this is offensive to people. And this is, you know, upsetting for other people. And I said, you can't, and, and I said, and secondly, it, it would be, can she speak Chinese? And I said, you don't, you don't ask somebody that just because they happen to be, you know, yeah, we have small and, enough kids where we're still ed like we are still educating them, right? Like they were letting them out in the world, but we're still educating them. Like, you know, my daughter, my oldest has educated me now a lot, you know, where like in the times that we're living, dude, like it's yeah. unprecedented everything that you can possibly imagine. And you have to educate yourself. And my, my daughter's really good at, oh, dad, this, this, this. Oh, okay. And it makes me think, right? Like, okay, let me kind of digest this. Those are a lot of conversations I have with her and she's helping kind of pass that on to my other kids too, right? Like, so it, it's kind of a group effort with, with the 15 year old that's about to be 16 here um soon so yeah it's just a different world man like it's it's i love i like so many things about it dude but it's just it's a different world different than what we grew up well and and you know this this one time one time we were at the zoo and at the zoo they have it's like a groundhog pit Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you get, you walk up to it and you look down and you can see all the groundhogs and it's this huge, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. you've seen the zoo. It's, it's, yeah. it's not that Yo, spectacular. Yeah. Like a right? dome to pop up and look at them. Right yeah, around. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so my son can't see. And so I go, Oh, here, buddy. And I go to just hold him up. That's yeah. it. Right. And as soon as I pick him up, he starts screaming, do not throw me in. Do not throw me in. Oh, my God, no. And all the parents are like, and I said, I was just picking, I said, oh, my God. I said, I was just picking you up so you could see. I would never throw you in. Parents are like, oh. it's like a walking on my community, a little rat. Yeah. Let's go over by the bear cages. Yeah. <laughs> Leave your face on the bear cage. Right? Bastard. Little <laughs> rat bastard. Right? Yeah. We were in a public bathroom one time and somebody in the stall had farted and he yelled out really loud. Hoo-wee! Oh, man. <laughs> Let me get another beer. I'll be right back. Smooth river wider than the sea. I'm really disappointed that Full Sail's not fucking following me yet, dude. I don't think they like my brand, apparently, because I promote the shit out of them. And they don't follow me. Ridiculous. They got me the beer. They got it here for me. They figured out how to get it to me so I can have it whenever I want. It's super awesome, right? But just follow me. Give us some money. I swear. I'll keep, like... I'll promote your beer. We make some money. You guys make some money. There's people that have posted thanks to me. Damn it. People have put like people that like from El Paso that are around here. I kind of let them know where to get it. And people have posted pictures. There you go. We're consuming. There's consumers. Terribleness. <laughs> anyway. Terrible. Do better. Do better. Full sale. Come on. Hashtag not a sponsor. Fuck me. Hey, tag. Hashtag do better. Right on. Right on, man. Oh. Have a wonderful evening, buddy. Thanks for doing this, but I have to go kick some cousin's ass and golf tomorrow. So it is 10 after 10, and I can see it's pitch black out there, and the sun is just starting to go down out here. Love it. Crazy, eh? Crazy. All right, brother. Right on. Episode buddy. 127 in the books, Monday mailbag. Don't forget, if you have any questions, send us to them. 
send us your questions to Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. All one word, Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. And don't forget, you can DM us on Twitter at Borders Packers. That's Packers Without Borders. Peace. Go Pack Go. See ya. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego.